everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 2, Episode 23. It's called A Hundred Yards Over the Rim. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. This episode features Uncle Ben from Spider-Man in the early 1800s, who is travelling in a small, uh, you know, trip of caravans who are going to California, they've heard of the, the the great land of California with the sun in the sand and the, the, the fresh water and they're all excited about it uh, and they're, they're going to go uh, but some of them, they used to have more to turn back, they're, they're the main character's uh, son is, is, is dying uh, uh, we'd find out later, the, the doctor would get uh, speculates this pneumonia just based on the symptoms and they're all having second thoughts except the leader except Christian, our main character Uncle Ben and he says, look, let me just go and like look over that ridge, that, that, that rim over there, see if I can find anything, any water, any, you know, game to hunt. Let me see if I can find anything. And he pops in to present day 1961. He sees a road, power lines, and then eventually a truck, which makes him soil himself. <laughs> um, not literally, but essentially. It's a monster. Uh, and he makes his way to a, a small diner uh, slash gas station uh, on the road where he encounters some present day characters. And, you know, uh, the fish out of water and the learning of where he is and where it goes from there. So, uh, we'll get into the rest of it as we go. Uh, Tara, how did you feel about 100 yards over the rim? I really liked this episode. I thought it was pretty good. No, I thought it was, it was pretty good too. Uh, it, it's, um, it's kind of a, a flip in a premise we've had before. Uh, mm-hmm. like I feel like we've had characters who just sort of pop either in the past or into the future, either direction. We've, we've done that. A couple of times. Obviously, this has some specifics. He has a, a dying child, and it's almost immediately when he finds civilization of some kind in present day, he mm-hmm. is he's presented with a medication that's just you know common. You can buy it. You don't need a prescription for it. Just a bit of penicillin. It's like yeah, this this will probably just save him. take two of these and yeah. call me in the morning. Yeah. Yes, that's you know it's that simple. Uh, you know, and how easily they have water. You know, they pour water out of a tap, and he's like, water. I must examine this. Yeah. But I'm also dehydrated, so crap, I'm going to dunk it. <laughs> yeah. I like, he, he takes like a little sip at first because he's just making sure like it's actually water. He just yeah. handed it to me <laughs> and drinks it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the episode is very simple. You know, obviously there's the fun of him like being scared of the truck and coming to the diner. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, the, the, the guy who runs the diner is kind of nice to him and you know, it's like concerned that he's maybe a little bit confused or maybe yeah. there's something wrong. Well, he asked him how long has he been walking through the desert, and he says he's been in the desert for a year. Yeah, that yes. can mess up a person. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so they bring him inside, and uh, he did accidentally shoot himself when he dove from the truck <laughs> that went mm. past, and his 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 arm. So his wife, the guy's wife, is a bit of a nurse. You know, treats the wound, bandages yeah, him up. She was like a, a nurse's assistant or something for a little while. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of them sort of questioning things like, yo, that gun's like an antique, but it looks really new. That's weird. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, all, all, all these things. And eventually, you know, we get the, the reveal, or not the reveal, but like Christian sees the calendar at one point and says, it says 1961, but we're in the year of 1800 and whatever. And I think 1840 or something. I don't know. Yeah, something in that range. It was that kind of yeah. area. And it's, you know, and he ends up looking at his own son in the encyclopedia, which 
it does note he did not die until like 1910 or something like that. So he does live, you know, well into his adulthood and also mm -hmm. seemingly advanced uh, medicine quite a bit. He uses this probably for, a ch child doctor. Sp specifically, yeah, for like um, pediatrics. Yeah, which is interesting, the idea that, you know, him, because ultimately what happens, of course, is that he runs back with the penicillin and goes back in time and gives this to his son to save him. And obviously this, this bottle of medication clearly inspires him to grow up and... You know, spearhead the revolution, as it were. Uh, I think what makes this episode work, because on, on face value, it's really simple. It's just a guy goes, goes yeah. comes forward in time, encounters a few modern things, mainly the medication, and goes back with it and saves his kid. And everyone who's sort of like, you know, it cuts back to the couple afterwards. And Because at one point he drops his gun when he's been chased by the, the guy from the diner and the, the sheriff who's kind of shown up at this point, And he drops his gun. So when we cut back to present day and the, the guy's brought the gun back, he's like, I picked it up after he dropped it, but all of a sudden it looks really old, as if it's been lying in the desert for a hundred years. It's like, okay, so whatever timey-wimey thing let him mm -hmm. warp through time is kind of, it's closed and the gun has literally been there now for a hundred years. Yeah, I actually was surprised that we got a follow-up because we seem to be just on our lead character of, of Christian Horn the whole time. Mm. So like when he goes into the future, he's just suddenly there. And then when he goes back to the past, he's just suddenly back in the past, and we're still on him. So I was surprised we got a cut to the future at the end. Yeah. To be like, oh, and then here's this thing. We can't explain it. It's the Twilight Zone. Woo! Well, I think it makes it work, <laughs> right? Because one of the things that I think cutting back to the couple in present day does is that it solidifies that this is just not some... I mean, the fact that he brings the penicillin back also proves that it was real, I suppose. But it yeah. solidifies that they're also equally real as he is. Like, it's not just like he went into some sort of warpy mind thing. It's not... There's literally, he went into the future and this is the real future. And I think what gives the episode a bit of a backbone in terms of what its concept is, is that the point of this is that they kind of start, at least this is the implication I got from the episode, is that they're kind of the founding fathers of what becomes California. And mm -hmm. this this road and civilization that he's seen like a peak of is what they build, you know, what what comes from them because they get there. So it renews them with hope and the, yeah. the, the, the idea. Because the, the people thing. at the diner told him, like, oh, there's water and, yeah, yeah. you know, sure, some game, like, probably just over there. You know, they give him direction of where to go. And when he get, comes back to his family, he's like, I know where we're going. Because the whole, the whole hope of them going is that they're going for a better life, a better land, they want to start something. So the mm -hmm. idea of, like, him seeing a glimpse of what this civilization in some way will become is kind of like, you know, it reinforces his hope. Like, just when he was maybe the, the last one who was about to lose hope, he's given mm -hmm. this, no, no, what you're going to do is important. Here's what it is. Um, of course, is a, is a, and maybe this is also a time thing as opposed to a cultural thing, but the fact that he shows up with this musket, and maybe the fact that it's a, a really old looking gun is why the, the guy never like, questions the fact that he's walking around with a big rifle. <laughs> but, like, no one's going to question that he's just walking around with a rifle. No one's going to be like, hey, this is a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably the time. They're also, I think they're in Arizona, the where they are, because they said something about Phoenix. No, they said being the couple nearby. said the couple said they came from Arizona. So they, I don't know if we're actually. Uh, in. They're in New Mexico. Did they? I thought they came did, from the. Okay. Rod okay. Serling says they're in New Mexico at one point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably more common just to see yeah. people out there hunting, or so, I know, so, it's a desert, so maybe not. But so they're relatively close to California, you know, and the, and the, you know, because they left a. Uh, Oh, one of the O's, one of the O states. Ohio. Ohio, thank you. Is that one? Uh, I, 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 my, my mind kept saying Oklahoma. It's not Oklahoma. It was not. It was a shorter <laughs> word. Damn it. Yes, Ohio. Uh, so relatively speaking, they're they're they're, they're, they're close. They're getting there. They're already in desert. <laughs> like, 
been wandering the desert for a year apparently not yeah. very good at navigation <laughs> yeah yeah it was a slow start all right civilization was a slow start <laughs> yeah yeah i think this episode really works because i think the actor the main actor cliff robinson is like i think he's terrific in the in the episode honestly yeah yeah uh he's a uh, good as uh, one of the other actors who's there in the the the, the, the old timey stuff with him uh, you pointed out it was uh, Gomez, Gomez from the Adams Family. Um, I thought he looked very distinct, actually, but I, I, I've never seen the classic Adams Family, so I never. Yeah, he's it. got those really big eyes. Yeah. Much like Raul Julia does, but or did, but yeah, yeah, you see him right away. You're like, hey, Gomez Adams, what are you doing in here? And he doesn't really have much of a part, so I think, I think the Adams Family was also the '60s, so yeah, it wouldn't have been too right. much longer than he would have been uh, the, a leading guy in his own show the actress who played the wife's name is evans evans i saw that i mean it could just be a stage name it could just be a stage name rather than a, like a real name because if you're that parent like, you're like you know i'm go- my son my name's evans what we're going to name yeah. a daughter evans 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 i've i've met somebody like that i met a timothy t timothy before Guess what the T stood for? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I if I was him, I'd walk around calling myself Triple T. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm T cubed. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean the episode is it's a pleasant episode. You know, it has some some of the sci-fi stuff of the time travel. Um, it's maybe a little bit in the uh. I don't want to say predictable, but you you, you kind of know where it's going very early on. You know, it's, it's it's very clear. Like what? As soon as he looks at that medication, when as soon as he's given the pills, it's like okay, this is just about him going back to save his son. Although I did question a little bit, like can he even go back? Like you know, if he gets to that same bit of land, like is he mm-hmm. even going to let him go back there, or is it going to be something else? And yeah, wondering you know what the rules are. Yeah, I like the idea that this couple helped start, you know, because of their assistance with him being mm. so friendly and you know, helping them out. They, they are, you know, help one of the founding families of one of the biggest states in the world. So, or yeah, you know, biggest countries, not countries, cities. <laughs> yes. Los yes. Angeles, Hollywood, all that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think that stuff's, it's kind of hopeful. I mean, I guess it's maybe a little bit, uh, I don't know, saccharine, I guess, a little mm-hmm. the saccharine side, but I think, I think it works for what it's doing uh it's, it's sort of unfiltered hopeful i think yeah it's a very pleasant episode yeah apparently yeah. it's jj abram's favorite episode which is all right i mean i don't know if you watched the rest of the series but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good <laughs> that was some shit there from tara so it's like well yeah you never you never know what's gonna speak to you now yeah i definitely I feel have that's... some favorite episodes of star trek that I, I don't, don't love. think about that with TV shows so much, but there's definitely some people when they'll tell me their favorite movie, I'm like, that really? movie, that one. <laughs> have you that seen one? a lot of movies? <laughs> you, you know, what else have you watched exactly? Yeah, um, yeah. And I do judge them. Anyone yeah. who says Boontalk Saints, like, <laughs> we're not going to be friends. Oh, yeah. Donnie Darko's another one. Like, mm. <laughs> Donnie Darko's your favorite movie? Okay. You want, really? you want to pretend you're, you're into like indie films, but you've you know you name me another one. Go on, I dare you. I double dare you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Donnie Dark is so deep, man. <laughs> so intricate. 
it's it's so underwhelming <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um yeah no um I, I guess the one indictment of this episode is that we've kind of already run out of stuff to talk about with it. I mean... It's... Well, it is really simple. Yeah, I... You know, I think I think we usually quite comfortably get closer to the 20-minute mark here with this, and we don't, we don't intentionally stretch anything out, but I, I would say this episode, you know, it's just uplifting. There's, there's like, no mean characters in it, which is weird, because I, I think I expected that it may it run someone bad at some point or no, something. No, I mean, they call the cops on him. The doctor who treats him calls the... Yeah, cops on him. once he claims he's from the past they, they call a doctor to examine him and then once the doctor's examined him he he, he does talk about some, you know, some evidence he's like you know those fillings that he's got on his teeth those are not like modern dentistry <laughs> like that's yeah it's more of like I'm just really impressed at how like committed yeah. he is to this <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but he wants to call the police not because he thinks he's dangerous, but just because he needs care. You know, more of yeah. a, it's yeah, more yeah, like yeah. it's more like how you call the police when you find a child who's not with their parents and you need. To sure, and then he in. runs off, and he does get chased by them. But you kind of you kind of see where it's going. I like the established rules. Like I, I'm glad that they followed uh, Horn's character the whole time. Like when he goes, he doesn't just disappear, and the cops are like, "Where did he go?" It's just like we yeah. follow him. All of a sudden, he's not in danger anymore. He goes over the hill, we see the stagecoach, we see his family. Honestly, the biggest thing against this episode is that there's a similar sort of premise that I think is my... F- I prefer the two, and that's the one with the pilot, who, you know, who goes... Yeah, it is very similar. From season one. I, but I really... with that one, we follow the people in present day, and then he sh- just appears in it. I mean, regardless of that, I, I just I think I like that one more because the character arc that he has in that is so good, and it's, it's such a sort of like heroic choice that he makes by yeah, going back yeah. to, into his, his own time. Uh, I mean, here, obviously, yeah, he saves his son. Like, he's not a bad guy. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with this, but there's something more just inherently dramatic and kind of... Uh, I mean, they're both uplifting, but I, I think the pilot one was more kind of like... I get... Well, I mean, I said heroic. Well, he I mean, has way more of an, like an arc, a character arc. There's more sacrifice. He goes, from being, he goes from being a coward to being a hero in the span of like 20 minutes. And yes. Yeah, that's always going to be good to watch. Yeah, so I think that's a bit, that's got a stronger dramatic hook. It's got a stronger dramatic arc for its character than this one does. But this one's quite pleasant. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I don't really complain about it. Uh, so, no, there you go. That's a uh, hundred yards over the rim. I or liked it. Something to that. A hundred yards over the rim. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next episode. So Rod Selling showed up at the end. Uh, he did. He did. Uh, did you see both parts at the end? Uh oh. There was a, there was a no. There was a ad afterwards. He was advertising smoking. He was talking about this brand, and he was no, like, that wasn't he, on the CBS. He was talking about how how smooth they taste. It was like you shell, you shell rod. Well, there was an episode where everybody was smoking in it. And it was super obvious, and when you read yeah. the trivia, it's like oh, because they were trying to promote the cigarette brand, and the brand asked them to include more smoking people in yeah. it. No, this was just a, a kind of ad at the end where it, it actually fades away from it, it fades back up. He's like, oh, and one more thing. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> calm down. No, I did not uh, see that. That has been edited out of CBS. What are you doing, CBS? Yeah, it's on the we're, we're against censorship here. Uh, so next episode, episode 24 is called, wait, was that like one 23? Did I say 23? I think yeah, it did. did. Yeah, okay. The numbers are getting so high, it's hard to keep track. Uh, yeah. After successfully, well, sorry, the episode's called The Rip Van Winkle Caper, which is an interesting title. Mm-hmm. And thumbnail. Else. Uh, so, after successfully stealing a gold shipment, 
A group of criminals and their scientist accomplice put themselves in suspended animation in a remote desert cave. When they awaken decades later, complications ensue when their truck is destroyed. Why does this show keep doing this where there's like two episodes back to back that has a really similar element to it? I don't know. I mean, it's not the full century, I suppose, as this episode, but still, it's interesting. Uh, it's always the bad people that get, um, I don't know, that get pulled into the future. With the exception of the episode we just watched. Yeah, I was going to say, this one literally was not, <laughs> was not yeah. that. <laughs> but but yes. we've had like that before, where somebody, where the professor from Gilligan's Island pulls back a, a guy who's being Actually, hanged. No, the, the pilot one was also a good person that get pulled to the future, so... The pilot episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not not the pilot episode. The the one with the yeah, the, the one with the, the pilot. fighter pilot. The pilot pilot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. So, you're right. So There's just a couple of ones that stand out. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's fair. Well, maybe this one tips it towards the villains. I guess like sixty forty. But I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not it's not the clean sweep. I suppose is the point I'm making. Uh, all right. Yes, so there you go. That's thank the, you for pointing it out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I, I corrected something. Uh, Go ahead. We can end the episode now. All right. Just uh, It's Rod Serling, by the way. Just uh, putting that back there. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Just end the show. The episode was too short. All right, Tara, promote Patreon. Off you go. <laughs> Please go to our Patreon page if you like us and you want to support us. Um... If you donate as low as $1 per month, you will get access to the Twilight Zone reviews one week early. And no, if you have... Damn it. See what you did to me? I gave you a thumbs up because you got it right. No, because you have to donate $5 to do that. Oh, okay. It was the week you got right. I didn't hear the first part. I just... Because you said a week early and I went, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Oh, you're not going to finish it? You're just going to blast that's not right. And the Patreon plug. I just, I get everything wrong this episode, so. Oh, come on. I was teasing. I was teasing. <laughs> you know what? Yes. I'm good. Okay. Go to Patreon. I'll cheer, I'll cheer up Tara because I've upset her. Uh, so go do that uh, like and subscribe like is really important on YouTube uh, let's the YouTube algorithm know that we're worth recommended outs and it's a free way to support us if you don't want to give on Patreon and that's understandable so go do that uh, otherwise guys on Twitter at mail underscore fudge for channel updates uh, so thank you once again for watching or listening and I am going to keep watching TV in the doghouse in the twilight zone <laughs>